Well, good morning. We're glad you're here. You know, it's a little after eight. What is this? The second day of September? My gosh, uh, the days are flying by. Listen, before I go too much further, let me give you the passage for the day. Yes, 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 yes. We are going to look at a passage of scripture today. A whole, a whole verse, okay? A whole verse in Daniel. You heard that right? Daniel chapter seven, verse twenty-seven. Daniel chapter seven, verse twenty-seven. Uh, in my Bible readings right now, I'm reading through the book of Daniel. I've uh, talked about the readings from time to time. I do that for a couple of things to let you know that I don't only come to you speaking about things in the Bible, I actually read the Bible. I read an a, a interesting quote this morning. Uh, a friend of mine, a guy I've known a few months, I really like him and his wife, family, some great people, a pastor in this area, uh, it's doing a great job at the church he's at. He's preaching revival. And his wife this morning posted a quote uh, from him last night at revival service. And he said, oh, gosh, I'm, I, I think I'm going to get it. If I, It's not exactly the same. It's going pretty close. If you don't read your Bible, don't insult God, but carry your Bible around. <laughs> wow. Wow. Ah, oh, that's right. No, let's don't insult God. Let's read God's Word. Well, Daniel chapter 7 is part of God's Word. And usually when anybody says the book of Daniel, and uh, if you're not talking about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace, you're talking about Daniel uh, in the lion's den, uh, people think you're talking about, oh, man, you're talking about the, those prophecies about the kingdoms and those things you don't understand or don't know. History that will happen, uh, perhaps history that hasn't happened. Well, I have preached through this book. I've taught through this book. I've sit through preaching this book. I've sit through teachings of this book. I've read these things. I've read all kinds of things about this book. It is a wonderful book. It is it is a book, though, of assurance. And uh, it's much like the book of Revelation. While well, misunderstood in our world, it assured that world that it was first given to, that God was in control, God was doing great and wonderful things, and God was going to have the victory in the end. In the same way, Daniel chapter 7, verse 27 speaks to me this morning because of that. Now, maybe it's because of where I've been. Maybe it's because of what I've done lately. Uh, this has been a tough week for us. We went back uh, to Spring Creek Baptist Church and said goodbye to a friend who went home to be with the Lord. And as you know, anytime you, in this, this day, this time, this area, uh, when you're doing that, you, you think about various things are attacking us and coming against us and uh, making the news. And uh, if it's not some kind of... Uh, quote about social injustice and things like that. It is a quote about a virus. And so, you know, this time, anytime uh, there's a death and uh, there's that, that kind of sting and kind of an extra sting, perhaps. And and while this was completely opposite, let me tell you a neat story. I, I had the permission to tell it in the funeral. I think I could tell it now. And uh, maybe his wife won't, won't be upset with me. I'm not telling family secret, but it's a neat story. Uh, by the way, don't forget Daniel chapter 7. So my friend been in the hospital about three weeks, and of course nobody's been able to go because we, while we can figure out how to let people loot and riot and protest and all this other stuff, uh, while they can hold million, you know, fifty thousand people at the mall in Washington, shoulder to shoulder, very few masks in the crowd, we can't figure out how to get people in the hospitals to see loved ones who are, you know, experiencing terrible times, or, or let ministers go in and pray with and and and, and help and, and help the folks that they're connected to. Uh, that shows that shows how little our politicians and officials uh, think of of the the reality of God's work, and and it's one reason that I think our nation's in trouble. Righteousness exalts the nation, not protesting. Righteousness exalts the nation, not looting. Righteousness exalts the nation, not tearing each other apart. And what we are seeing, what we are seeing done, and I'm not going to get into the political mess, but we have seen some people do in the name of politics and electing the guy we like is simply tear down and burn down this nation. And now, uh, since that's become unpopular, they're trying to blame the guy who isn't doing that. 
And you say, well, Brother Danny, are you making political statements? No, I'm not. I'm telling you the truth. I, I'm giving it to you straight. If you're going to, if you read the news, I'm not, I'm not politicking for anybody. I have had a couple of people since I've the first time this has ever happened in my entire life. I have had a couple of people come by my house here in Tyler Town since we moved in. The election's coming up. Politicking. That, that, that's never happened to us before. And, and they were politicking the same office. It's uh uh, in in Mississippi, where we live, I don't know if it's all over Mississippi. One of the big deals in this area has always been to be supervisor uh, of the roads and the roads that are fixed and things like that. Uh, if you're in, in uh, Louisiana, a lot, uh, now they have parish councils. Uh, when I grew up, there were police juries and things like that, and they saw that. But anyway, it's an important task here in Mississippi. And by the way, uh, one thing Mississippi's always been known for is good roads. Uh, hmm, I don't know what happened to that because I've noticed since we moved here, the roads aren't as good as they used to be when I was a child. They're not as bad as Louisiana's, thank you very much, but they're not as good as they used to be. So anyway, um, there are politics everywhere. That's the point. And, and yes, I have been had people come politic. Did I promise he to come my vote? No, but I will tell you this. I was, I was impressed by both guys who came by. Uh, they spoke good. They seemed to know the district. They seemed to know what they want to do. And they seemed to be guys uh, who love the Lord. They seem to be. Now, you know, uh, we didn't get in a testimony, uh, a testimony telling time, but both guys left me impression. They love the Lord and neither guy, and this really impressed me, neither guy spoke bad of the other one. In fact, uh, one of the guys even admit, well, the race will be probably between me and he named the other guy. And, uh, he said, I, I think that's where it's going to be. And, and he didn't say anything. He just said, I think that's where it's going to be. He didn't say, and that guy's such a scoundrel, you know, like, like it would be that. So anyway, get back to the point. We live in a world that is crazy, and it's crazy in the medical field, crazy in the in, in every field. In fact, right before I came here uh, to do this podcast, Christy and I uh, were sitting in, I, I don't know how many dads can say this. Of course, Christy's not a, a baby. She's not a child. She's a grown woman, but due to her compromised immune system, she's been staying with us. And so we spent the first hour or so of our day in the in the living room, both of us reading our God's Word, doing our Bible readings. And she just doesn't know how much that thrills me, and I'll miss that when she goes back. Okay, so anyway, Daniel chapter 7, uh, we're going to learn something. Now, like I said, I just got some assurance out of this today. Now, a lot of people approach the book of Daniel much like a, a television character from a television show that my family watched years ago. In uh, the, the famous character, or the, one of the stars of the show, I guess the best way to say it, who was brilliant on the show, it's just supposed to be brilliant, 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 uh, would say about things when it had to do with life, I don't know what that means. <laughs> and, and she said that they would, I, I, I don't know that she said it every show, but she said it so much that, she, that it just, you know, you begin to look for it, or at least we did, I did. And so when we go to Book of Daniel, a lot of people say, I don't know what that means. I don't know what this means. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Well, that's because there's some things in the Book of Daniel that were history at the moment, pre-recorded history, I guess you would say. That part has become history since, and part still remains to be history. And a lot of people like that famous television character. I don't know what that means. And so this morning I got up, still exhausted from yesterday. Oh, you know, they tell you a lot of things in seminary, but they do not tell you, they do not teach you how hard it is to do funerals for people you love. Uh, um, it's hard to do funerals for anybody. I don't know if you've never done one, you can't imagine that. But when you do that for people you love, you care about, that you, and in my case, I spent almost 30 years with, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's tough. And you say, are you forgetting the family? Well, of course not. It's much tougher on the family. Gosh, you know. 
much tougher on the family. But as a minister, um, in less than a week, I've done three funerals. So I guess today we'll make a week, in fact, or tomorrow. Anyway, I've done three funerals for people I care about deeply. And so my spirit's been a little exhausted, a little worn out. And so it is with that feeling that I turn and read these words today in verse 27 of, of, verse, of chapter 7 of the book of Daniel. And the kingdom and the dominion and the greatness of the kingdoms under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High. His kingdom shall be an everlasting kingdom, and all dominions shall serve and obey him. Oh, wow, what great assurance. And I'll, I'll, I'll quote that famous television character I'll tell you about. I don't know all that means. I don't know everything that means. Uh, I know what I've learned. I've learned that death, uh, I've learned that death doesn't shake the kingdom which we inherit. Let me get back to the story I promised you about my friend. So my friend been in the hospital three weeks, and uh, no one, no one, no one's been able to see and listen, at this, right now, I, uh, depending on whether or not somebody got to come home yesterday, I know three or four people in the hospital now with, uh, because of what COVID has done. We'll just say that. I don't, you know, COVID-related, I think, is becoming the word now. And uh, praying they do good, praying they do better, but you can't go see them. You can't go visit with them. And so, uh, you know, you, you really don't know uh, how they're doing. But my friend, it became clear after three weeks that their journey just was getting close to an end. And so Sunday morning, early, um, about the time we got ready to go to Children's Moment at South Macomb Baptist Church, I got a text that he had gone home. Later, I learned that in that room, played at the time, was Alan Jackson's uh, CD hymn, hymns, of, uh, uh, hymns uh, recorded on CD. Uh, a lot of those hymns have been played in funerals that I've attended, done, and, and so I'm familiar with the, the the record. I still call it record. I'm an old guy. And so uh, it... They told me later that it was as Alan Jackson sang Off La Way that my friend uh, left that, that place of pain and, and difficulty and, and, and flew away to that place of perfect peace. And I thought about him this morning as I read this passage of Scripture about that kingdom uh, that is giving uh, to the saints of the Most High, a kingdom that is everlasting, and in, in all dominions later, it says she'll serve him. In other words, you either go as a child of the king or you just go, and then you have to praise and honor the king. Either way, God's going to be glorified, honored, praised, and worshipped uh, by people, all people. Uh, in fact, the Bible says every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of the Father. And so this morning, as I read that passage of Scripture, and I thought about that kingdom and how we're more than conquerors through him who loved us, and how how my friend's testimony um, of going during that song has, has brought strength to me and, and blessed me. I hope it has done so to others, and I hope it does so to you, that in the midst of turmoil and difficulty, God still speaks and gives release and gives perfect healing. Uh, this morning, today, right now, I want to remind you that we belong to an everlasting kingdom if we've come to Christ. Oh, it may not seem like we're, 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 we're dwelling in it, and, and we're not, but earth is not our home. We're on our journey. And our journey at times will have ups and downs. It'll have low points and high points. Uh, certainly, uh, when we're crying for a loved one, that's a low point in life. And yet God comes in and blesses. As David say, yeah, said, Yea, thou walk through the valley of death, I shall fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou anointest my head with all my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. About halfway through quoting that uh, scripture from memory, I thought, I probably should have picked it up, read it, and read it from the first verse. 
where we are reminded, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures and just goes on and delivers those wonderful, wonderful realities. Well, David knew what we've experienced. While we are children of the King, and while we have an everlasting inheritance awaiting us, uh, an inheritance that has no death, no pain, no sorrow, no regret, no tears, we go through sometimes that valley. That valley where there's difficulty and mountains and trouble. But God is still with us. And God still takes care of us. And even if man has, has in his feeble attempts tried to push the presence, the power, the peace, and the and the representation of God's kingdom away, even if ministers and members of families are not allowed to visit, even if it seems as if no one cares, and I'm sure there are people who are who have faced these last days in hospitals and nursing homes with, with no friends around. I'm sure some of them, especially those perhaps who didn't have that good line of friends, that good support base of, of those who loved and cared for them, I'm sure that many of them have probably thought as they got near the end that they were alone, but not God's children, not those who are part of the kingdom. They have, if their minds are able to, been able to remember that his is the kingdom and the glory forever. That our Father who is in heaven <laughs> is also here with us on earth. And so when we go through that valley that's dark and difficult, when we stand in that place where we, we're not sure where we're going to go next, we remember the promise, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Say, so Brother Danny, we're talking about uh, we're talking about things this morning. I don't. I, I don't really like to talk about. I don't really think think about. I know, but if ever is a day, if ever there's a time to be reminded of God's promise, it's today. Because when you turn on your radio, you turn on your TV, when you open up your electronic device and you see the news, you're going to see disturbances. You're going to see reports of negative things, of, of difficult things. You're you're going to be led to believe if you if you watch the uh, correct if you watch the correct stations that do this, you're going to be led to believe this is a horrible days with horrible leadership, horrible things happening, and there's no hope, no hope. But I'm here to tell you that as members of that everlasting kingdom, there's always hope in the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. You see, Brother Danny, you're not telling us anything new new today. Didn't didn't intend to. In fact, if, if if this is stuff you don't know, then you need to come know Jesus. <laughs> uh, it's like the uh, it's like the old saying, uh, and the first the first word is N O, no Jesus, N O, no peace. K N O W, no Jesus, K N O W, no peace. It's that simple. It all has to do with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Regardless what your trouble is today, regardless how you're feeling, whether you're worn out and weary. Attired as many of us are of wearing masks that they give us difficulty in talking and speaking and breathing and and in my case seeing because I cannot keep my glasses from fogging up. Whether you're on a real journey of difficulty, we're lost in separation, heartache, and pain. Really is declaring loudly and shouting from the rooftops. Well, 
we can stand. We do stand. Because we're members of that everlasting kingdom. A kingdom that is not diminished by the death of a saint, that is not changed by the homegoing of a loved one who knew our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We did last night celebrate the life well lived of a man well loved. But we reminded ourselves in the midst of that while the living of life is good and being loved is awesome. Have an assurance that we are part of the kingdom. Part of the kingdom of God. Part of the kingdom that God brings us to and, and God wants us to be in. And God has declared, you shall be, you should be part of this kingdom. Being part of that kingdom. We reminded those last night, or at least we tried very hard, that God doesn't have hard, difficult things to say to us. That God doesn't want us to feel bad, awful, and terrible. That instead, God wants to bless and God wants to minister and God wants to bring us peace and, and hope and healing. That's one of the reasons why last night, when his wife, or, or the days before last night, his wife asked us to read out of the book of Numbers. That having the honor and the privilege to bring the message. I was on stage with three guys. I'll tell you a story after this. Uh, three guys, two I know very well and one I, I'm really just meeting. But I had the privilege of, of bringing the message. And that dear wife asked me to share this passage of scripture. This is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. God's children say to them, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So they shall put my name on the children of Israel and I will bless them forever. And that's how she wanted to end, and we did. That was the benediction. That was the closing. In fact, it was the message. No matter what the situation is, no matter what's happening, God puts his name on us, and God blesses us. And even when man tries to change, corrupt, or deny what God has done, or to keep what God normally does in the shadows, or to keep the people from God from being ministered to by those God would love to send to minister to them, God still shows himself. And in the case of my dear friend, he goes home in the midst of the song, I'll fly away. I've thought about that today and the days before today, and I thought about all the people I've known and loved that have gone home and how many of them loved that song but now I know at least one that went home during the singing of it. So you know what, today, I don't know what everything means in the Bible, but I know one thing. I am thankful to be a member of that everlasting kingdom. Hey, before you go, let me remind you that we record these podcasts on Anchor. They're available there. Uh, they'll be available on our uh, uh, Facebook page on, on my story, I think they call it. They're available for about a day or so. They're about 24 hours. I think that's all they get to stay. I uh, so hope you listen. But if not, uh, someone tells you about it or you hear about it, you, or you know somebody that, could, that you would like to hear this, tell them to go to Anchor. All our podcasts are found there. You can also find them on Spotify and, some, and many other places. 
uh, I encourage you, and I would appreciate it if you would listen to the podcast. We that means a lot to us. Now, as I've said, and I'll tell you this for your first time, we're not looking to sell you something. We're looking to give you something. We hope to give you a blessing or a thought for the day. Every day, that is our plan. We're not we're not trying to give you theology from the uh, ivory tower. We're just trying to give you a good practical biblical understanding for the life you live today. All right, let me tell you. Let me tell you a story. And then we'll close. As you know, I pastored Spring Creek Baptist Church for 28 years. If you know, if you listen, and I've been retired a year. In those 28 years, two of the guys on the platform I worked with for a long time. Uh, one is Brother Charles Dean. He is now serving in, in northern Alabama. And the other one is Brother Eric Latham. He's still their youth pastor. And so for years, for <laughs> a long time, and I don't know through how many funerals, uh, Brother Charles is on staff first. We worked together for, for eight years, I think it was. Uh, we'd do something like last night. People would come up to me and say, man, that guy can sing. <laughs> That's all they'd say. Look at me. Although I just preached a message. <laughs> they wouldn't say nothing about that. They'd say, man, that guy can sing. I really enjoyed hearing him sing. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, after a few years, Brother Charles left. Brother, by that time, Brother Eric had been on staff with us a while and just got established. As soon as Brother Charles leaves, uh, and really probably before it kind of started to, I would hear, oh, Brother Eric is the greatest youth pastor ever. Oh, Brother Eric does this. People look at you. Oh, Brother Dave, we're so fortunate to have Brother Eric. And it kind of the same thing. Which I think goes on for a long time. So last night I go back to the church and I think, well, I'm going to come full circle. And we'll see how it goes. And then Charles is there and... <laughs> Eric has got to be there. And I see people I hadn't seen in a year. People I'm thrilled to see and glad to see, even though it's in a difficult situation. <laughs> so people come to me and say, hey, have you been around a pastor yet? Have you met Dr. Hughes? And, uh, and they look at me and say, man, that guy could preach. And <laughs> that would be a walk off. So I've come full circle. I've been insulted by the ministries of three different guys <laughs> connected to one church. Oh, man. But anyway. I enjoyed being with those guys last night. They all love the Lord. They all serve God. God in their different positions and did a great job. And if that's the worst that I ever hear, is that this guy can sing and this guy's the best, <laughs> this guy can preach. If that's the worst I hear for the rest of my life, you know what? I'm going to consider myself blessed. Listen, God bless you. Love you. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon.